You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. April 15th, 1 Kings chapters 14, 15, 16, and 17. At that time, Abijah the son of Jeroboam became sick. Jeroboam said to his wife, Please get up and disguise yourself, so that you won't be recognized as my wife. Go to Shiloh, and behold, Ahijah the prophet is there, who said that I would be king over this people. Take with you ten loaves of bread, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and go to him. He will tell you what will become of the child. Jeroboam's wife did so, and arose, and went to Shiloh, and came to Ahijah's house. Now Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were set by reason of his age. Yahweh said to Ahijah, Behold, Jeroboam's wife is coming to inquire of you concerning her son, for he is sick. Tell her such and such, for it will be, when she comes in, that she will pretend to be another woman. So when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet, as she came in at the door, he said, Come in, Jeroboam's wife! Why do you pretend to be another? For I am sent to you with heavy news. Go tell Jeroboam, Yahweh the God of Israel says, Because I exalted you from among the people, and made you prince over my people Israel, and tore the kingdom from David's house, and gave it to you. And yet you have not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments, and who followed me with all his heart, to do that only which was right in my eyes, but have done evil above all who were before you and have gone and made for yourself other gods, molten images, to provoke me to anger and have cast me behind your back. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil on the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam everyone who urinates on a wall. He who is shut up and he who is left at large in Israel and will utterly sweep away the house of Jeroboam as a man sweeps away dung until it is all gone. The dogs will eat he who belongs to Jeroboam who dies in the city, and the birds of the sky will eat he who dies in the field, for Yahweh has spoken it. Arise, therefore, and go to your house. When your feet enter into the city, the child will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him, for he only of Jeroboam will come to the grave. Because in him there is found some good thing toward Yahweh, the God of Israel, in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, Yahweh will raise up a king for himself over Israel, who will cut off the house of Jeroboam. This is the day. What? Even now. For Yahweh will strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, and he will root up Israel out of this good land which he gave to their fathers, and will scatter them beyond the river. Because... They have made their Asherah poles, provoking Yahweh to anger. He will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he has sinned, and with which he has made Israel to sin. Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Terzah. As she came to the threshold of the house, the child died. All Israel buried him and mourned for him according to Yahweh's word which he spoke by his servant Ahijah the prophet. The rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he fought and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. The days which Jeroboam reigned were twenty-two years. Then he slept with his fathers, and Nadab his son reigned in his place. Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem. 
the city which Yahweh had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. His mother's name was Namah the Ammonitess. Judah did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins, which they committed above all that their fathers had done. For they also built for themselves high places, sacred pillars, and Asherah poles on every high hill and under every green tree. There were also Sodomites in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations which Yahweh drove out before the children of Israel. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem, and he took away the treasures of Yahweh's house and the treasures of the king's house. He even took away all of it, including all the gold shields which Solomon had made. King Rehoboam made shields of bronze in their place and committed them to the hands of the captains of the guard who kept the door of the king's house. It was so that as often as the king went to Yahweh's house, the guard bored them and brought them back into the guard's room. Now, the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah. There was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in David's city. His mother was Namah the Ammonitess. Abijam, his son, reigned in his place. 1 Kings chapter 15. Now, in the eighth, 18th year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, Abijam began to reign over Judah. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Makkah, the daughter of Abishalom. He walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him. And his heart was not perfect with Yahweh his God, as the heart of David his father. Nevertheless, for David's sake, Yahweh his God gave him a lamp into Jerusalem, to set up his son after him and to establish Jerusalem, because David did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, and didn't turn away from anything, except that he commanded him all the days of his life, except only the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Now, there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all the days of his life. The rest of the acts of Abijam and all that he did aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah. There was war between Abijam and Jeroboam. Abijam slept with his fathers and they buried him in David's city, and Asa, his son, reigned in his place. In the twentieth year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Asa began to reign over Judah. He reigned forty-one years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Makkah, the daughter of Abishalom. Asa did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, as David his father did. He put away the Sodomites out of the land and removed all the idols that his fathers had made. He also removed Makkah, his mother, from being queen because she had made an abominable image for an Asherah. Asa cut down her image and burned it at the brook Kidron. But the high places were not taken away. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect with Yahweh all his days. He brought into Yahweh's house the things that his father had dedicated, and the things that he himself had dedicated, silver, gold, and utensils. There was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, all their days. Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might not allow anyone to go out or to come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa took all the silver and the gold that was left in the treasures of Yahweh's house and the treasures of the king's house and delivered it into the hand of his servants. Then King Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the son of Tabraman, the son of Hezion, king of Syria, who lived at Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between me and you, like that between my father and your father. Behold, 
I have sent to you a present of silver and gold. Go, break your treaty with Basha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. Ben-Hadad listened to King Asa, and he sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel and struck Aijan and Dan and Abel, Bethmachah, and all Chinneroth with all the land of Naphtali. When Basha heard of it, he stopped building Ramah and lived in Tirzah. Then King Asa made a proclamation to all Judah. No one was exempted. They carried away the stones of Ramah and its timber, which with which Basha had built. And King Asa used it to build Geba of Benjamin and Mizpah. Now the rest of all the acts of Asa and all his might and all that he did and all the cities which he built aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah. But in the time of his old age, he was diseased in the feet. Asa slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in his father David's city. And Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his place. Nadab, the son of Jeroboam, began to reign over Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah. And he reigned over Israel two years. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight and walked in the way of his father and in his sin which he made Israel to sin. Basha, the son of Ahijah, of the house of Issachar, conspired against him, and Basha struck him at Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines, for Nadab and all Israel were besieging Gibbethon. Even in the third year of King Asa, king of Judah, Basha killed him and reigned in his place. As soon as he was king, he struck all the house of Jeroboam. He didn't leave to Jeroboam any who breathed until he had destroyed him, according to the saying of Yahweh, which he spoke to his servant Ahijah the Shilonite. For the sins of Jeroboam, which he sinned, and with which he made Israel to sin, because of his provocation with which he provoked Yahweh, the God of Israel, to anger. Now, the rest of the acts of Nadab and all that he did, aren't they written in the books of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? There was war between Asa and Basha, king of Judah, of Israel, all their days. In the third year of Asa, king of Judah, Basha, the son of Ahijah, began to reign over all Israel in Terzah for twenty-four years. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, and walked in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin, which he made Israel to sin. 1 Kings chapter 16. Yahweh's word came to Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Basha, saying, Because I have exalted you out of the dust and made you prince over my people Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people Israel to sin, to provoke me to anger with their sins, behold, I will utterly sweep away Basha and his house, and I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat." The dogs will eat Basha's descendants who die in the city, and he who dies of his in the field, the birds of the sky will eat. Now the rest of the acts of Basha and what he did in his might aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. Basha slept with his fathers and was buried in Terzah, and Elah his son reigned in his place. Moreover, Yahweh's word came by the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Basha and against his house, both because of all the evil that he did in Yahweh's sight, to provoke him to anger with the works of his hands, in being like the house of Jeroboam, and because he struck him. In the twenty-sixth year of Asa king of Judah, Elah the son of Basha began to reign over Israel in Terzah for two years. His servant Zimri, captain of half his chariots, conspired against him. 
Now, he was in Terza, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, who was over the household in Terza. And Zimri went in and struck him and killed him in the twenty-seventh year of Asa king of Judah and reigned in his place. When he began to reign, as soon as he sat on his throne, he attacked all the houses of Basha. He didn't leave him a single one who urinates on a wall among his relatives or his friends. Thus Zimri destroyed all the house of Basha, according to Yahweh's word which he spoke against Basha by Jehu the prophet, for all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah his son, which they sinned and with which they made Israel to sin, to provoke Yahweh the God of Israel to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the twenty-seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, Zimri reigned seven days in Terzah. Now, the people were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. The people who were encamped heard that Zimri had conspired and had also killed the king. Therefore, all Israel made Omri, the captain of the army, king over Israel that day in the camp. Omri went up from Gibbethon and all Israel with him, and they besieged Terzah. When Zimri saw that the city was taken, he went into the fortified part of the king's house and burned the king's house over him with fire and died. For his sins, which he sinned in doing that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, in walking in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin, which he did to make Israel to sin. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and his treason that he committed, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were divided into two parts. Half the people followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath, to make him king, and half followed Omri. But the people who followed Omri prevailed against the people who followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath. So Tibni died, and Omri reigned. In the thirty-first year of Asa, king of Judah, Omri began to reign over Israel for twelve years. He reigned six years in Terzah. He bought the hill Samaria of Shemer for two talents of silver, and he built on the hill and called the name of the city which he built Samaria, after the name of Shemer, the owner of the hill. Omri did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, and dealt wickedly above all who were before him. For he walked in the ways of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and in his sins with which he made Israel to sin, to provoke Yahweh, the God of Israel, to anger with their vanities. Now, The rest of the acts of Omri, which he did, and his might that he showed, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Omri slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria, and Ahab, his son, reigned in his place. In the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, the son of Omri, began to reign over Israel. Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years. Ahab, the son of Omri, did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, above all that went before him. As if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, he took his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbal, king of Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. He raised up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, in which he had built in Samaria. Ahab made the Asherah, and Ahab did more yet to provoke Yahweh, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In his days, Hiel the Bethelite built Jericho. He laid its foundation with the loss of Abiram, his firstborn, and set up his gates 
with the loss of his youngest son, Segub, according to Yahweh's word, which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. 1 Kings chapter 17. Elijah the Tishbite, who was one of the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, As Yahweh the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Then Yahweh's word came to him, saying, Go away from here, turn eastward, and hide yourself by the book Sharif, that is before the Jordan. You shall drink from the brook. I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to Yahweh's word, for he went and lived by the brook Sharif, that is before the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. After a while, the brook dried up, because there was no rain in the land. Yahweh's word came to him, saying, Arise! Go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to sustain you. So Elijah arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and said, Please get me a little water in a jar that I may drink. As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. She said, As Yahweh your God lives... I don't have anything baked, but only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in a jar. Behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and bake it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go and do as you have said, but make me a little cake from it first and bring it out to me. And afterward, make some for you and for your son. For Yahweh, the God of Israel, says, The jar of meal will not run out, and the jar of oil will not fail, until the day that Yahweh sends rain on the earth. She went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and her household ate many days. The jar of meal didn't run out, and the jar of oil didn't fail, according to Yahweh's word, which he spoke by Elijah. After these things, the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, became sick, and his sickness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. She said to Elijah, What have I done? What have I to do with you, you man of God? You have come to me to bring my sin to memory and to kill my son. Elijah said to her, Give me your son. He took him out of her bosom and carried him up into the room where he stayed and laid him on his own bed. He cried out to Yahweh and said, Yahweh, my God, have You also brought evil on the widow with whom I am staying by killing her son? He stretched himself on the child three times and cried out to Yahweh and said, Yahweh, my God, please let this child's soul come into him again. Yahweh listened to the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the room into the house and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said, Behold, your son lives. The woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God, and that Yahweh's word in your mouth is truth. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.